welcome. How are we doing today, guys? It is Friday, baby. It is Friday, and we're July here in 1st. Louisville, Kentucky. A special episode. We're going to have a great okay. episode for you guys. Ethan, how are you doing today? Great. It's been a good weekend. It has been, been a good weekend. Not even good, a weekend yet. Good vacay, baby. It's been a good it's vacay good. so far. I what, enjoyed it. I enjoyed days? it. Been here two days? Yeah, we've been here since Wednesday. Yeah. Three days. Uh, yeah, three days. I'm glad we can math. Yeah. Uh, saw some good baseball. It, yeah. Some bad baseball. Hey, they're still 4-0, baby. The team, yeah, the team we're watching. Yeah. We're going to speak to some players. And the coach, the head coaches. coach. Hey, they're all funny. They're all good people. So I can't wait to get started. All right. Make it bringing it. You, you ain't slinging it, baby. Let's get it. So we talked about pretty much what's upcoming in the episode. Um, let's get started with the news. Get you guys caught up on, you know, what we've been missing throughout the week. Uh, so Terry got his bag finally. That's kind of crazy. Yep. Um, Seventy-one million over three years. Thirty-four guaranteed with a twenty-eight million signing bonus. So I mean, hey, the only person next up is Debo. Debo about to get his bag. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> but how do you feel about it? Uh, you think it's well worth it? Yeah. Well worth the wait? Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. He's I probably not going to get man. thrown to still. I mean, but he's still, he's doing. I mean, who else are going to throw to? Who else are going to throw to? You know what I'm it's saying? It's Carson Wentz, bro. But he can throw the slant. He's a big Ben. No. He can he can toss the slant once in a while to drag. No. Hey. If he if Carson Wentz ain't it, they'll they'll bring in the goat. Who? Uh, Tyler Hineke, or Taylor Hineke, the goat. Number Who? four. Remember, where did Case Keenum go to? Case Keenum. Um, he was on the Browns, traded Texans. No, it might be the Commanders. Um, they have ta- they have Taylor Hineke though. He wasn't bad last year. Hineke. Sorry, Heineke. Yeah, my fault. My fault. You know, that's kind of crazy. Okay. What? I forgot what I was searching for. You forgot what you were searching for? Yeah. You mean where Case and Keem is? Yep. Um, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Oh, he's with the Bills. Oh, he is? Yeah. How'd you not know that Bills Mafia over here? Because we got Josh Allen. That's fair. I mean, when when is Josh Allen not going to play? When the Bills lose, apparently. Bro, what you said? No, <laughs> I'm trying to work on this computer, dude. I said, I said, when's Josh Allen not gonna play when exactly. the Bills lose? Please. Yeah, that's fair. Josh Allen is one of the goats for real. Oh my god! What, dude? That this computer. Computer. I need a new one, but I don't want to spend the money. Yeah, hey, it'll do the job. It'll do the job. So we both agree. Oh my! God. We both agree that um, Terry, Terry needed that bag. I honestly, I wish it wasn't with the Commanders, though. I was kind of hoping he got traded, to be honest. They weren't going to trade him, dude. I knew they weren't, but uh, like deep down, I was hoping that he would go to a different team. So he just needs a better quarterback. That's what I'm saying, dude. I wish he just went to a better team with a better quarterback. In yeah. my opinion, because Terry, 
Terry is one of those guys that, what, dude? What, dude? What? You're just monotone. I'm sorry, dude. My fault. My there fault. we go. Yeah, my fault. My fault. There it is. I feel, I feel like Terry needs needs a different team. He's that guy, you know, when he gets that different team, he's a he'll, star. he'll be a superstar. I Winning think he's Super top Bulls. five, bro. He is. It, most certainly he's top five. But, but he can't. But he can't, can't get the, he can't reach that next level until he has a good quarterback. Quarterback needs a good line. You know what I'm saying? And they don't have that, the commanders. Commanders have nothing. They don't have a future, in my opinion. Especially with Dan Snyder not going to his court court dates. Exactly. It, that's he's, what I'm saying. He's on his yacht in France. Exactly, dude. With his lawyer. Hey, France is lit, though. I'm not saying Francis is lit, but he's just. <laughs> but he's got to have his priorities straight. I agree. I agree. Well, I he's agree. just hiding from the law from this point. Hey, man. That's what you got to do. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do drugs. Don't hide from the law. I don't even know if he did drugs. He just did bad things. Oh, I was just saying that just to say that. Don't do drugs, please. Don't do drugs, dude. Um, Speaking of the law, Deshaun Watson's trial finished. And the. Oh, it's, was it her? Was her name Sawyer? Wait, Susan? hold on. Did didn't ESPN have their trial? Remember, weren't they going to agree on something? ESPN or not ESPN? The NFL. The NFL. Yeah, that was the dis- the disciplinary trial. Yeah, what, that's what that is. Okay, well, so what they what to come out of that? Well, the judge has to take her time. That's why. Holy it's, cow, dude! I thought she's, there was she's gonna. No, nah, she's gonna take her time. So we don't know how long he's suspended. No, not yet. It, and that's and, if he's suspended, which I'm is, assuming he will be. Next week is the NFL's owner's off week. So. Off week. What did you say? The NFL owner's <laughs> and, like, the NFL is oh, just off, off week? next week. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's So July it's not going to come out next week. God unless, dang, man. Unless they just said announce it, yeah, which, which they probably won't. Unless it's good, unless it's good news for Deshaun, they won't. Yep. He got a week. That's crazy, dude. I'm, no, I'm ready to see what happens to Debo. I'm ready to see what happens to Deshaun. Like I'm ready for this thing to get rolling here. So our, I mean, our once it hits August, bro, it's gonna, our, yeah, our content's gonna go through the roof. Swear, dude. You know, we should we give him a sneak peek of what we're planning on doing. At the Mic'd Up series. Oh, okay. So, we're thinking about doing a uh, Mic'd Up series. Uh, I think we're going to post it on YouTube and TikTok, right? Yeah. TikTok will be more of the funny moments type thing. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to go around and mic up players. So, if you know how any players that are interested in doing that, t- hit our line, DM the, DM the Slinging Show Instagram, you know, you know what I'm saying? Twitter. <laughs> Even, you know, you know, you know me and you, you can text us privately if you want. I don't care. Um, any sport is pretty much basketball, football, baseball, but yeah. So I think next week we're going to try it, right? Try it. Yeah. Okay. We also will be posting our own content with us in it. Yeah. We, uh, we won't tell you guys cause that's, that's going to be funny, but you guys should enjoy that as well. Um, all right. Text A&M. Paying Texas recruits. A&M paying recruits. Which was the obvious, obvious. Yeah, that was obvious. But what uh, you got uh, during a recruiting visit, a video showed saying that oh, it's like that in video. the video in the field. They're expl- looking at the field of recruits in there, and the recruit person, the recruiter, I think, yeah, yeah, a rec- yeah, yeah. scout or someone, yeah. says saying like these, look at, the, those, look at, these, look at sweets, these sweets, they'll pay you, they'll pay you to come oh, here. Just one you second, come here, those. 
those guys will play in front of you. Dude, that's great, great recruiting. recruiting. Great recruiting right there. See that? They'll pay you. Come here. Yeah. Bam. See Ohio State don't got to do that. You're right, because we're a good football team. Yeah. <laughs> if you come here. People will win. You want to win? We'll, we'll win. If you come here, the, the NAL will do will sell itself. I will say. You just got to come here, work hard, and we'll try win. to get field time, and yeah. win. And you'll probably end up going to the NFL. Especially if you're a wide receiver. It, yeah. It, but surprisingly, you know, we're, we're in Kentucky, but yeah, I, God we'll, dang, dude, I saw a lot of Texas A&M people in our – just in Texas, our, bro. Texas, our, Texas, Texas Longhorn, Texas A&M. I saw a lot, a lot in our hotel so far. Yeah, that's where we're doing this show at. Yeah, in our hotel conference room. Hey, so it sounds echoey. Yeah, hopefully it's not as echoey as it is for us, for you guys. I don't. It doesn't sound like it when we went back and did our test run, but um, I don't know. Just what we're working with. We apologize. All right. Well, let's stick with college football. Yep. This is, came out of nowhere. Dude, this was crazy. This is, It was an eventful day dude, yesterday. We were mind-bobbled when this came we were out. We in a car. I had my uncle blowing up my phone. I had ESPN blowing up my phone. It was crazy. So, the biggest one so far, and we definitely think there's going to be more. Oh, there's definitely going to be more. Definitely going to be more. Like It announced like 20 more teams who are interested in moving Whoa, to the well, Big Ten. I don't 10. know about that, Chief. It's what it said. I was just reading what it said. No. Nah. I said up to 20 teams that are interested in moving to the Big Ten. Interested in moving. That's all I said. I didn't say the word and guarantee that. Just I interested. Just, inter- just interested. That's true, but these, so the Big Ten was 14, now 16 teams. Well, we haven't even said Big Ten. Big Ten, USC and UCLA. UCLA. UCLA, not UCLE. Yeah. UCLA. Are moving to the Big Ten, which we think in is hilarious. Twenty four, because all the memes that are coming out with them playing in the winter, <laughs> there's no, they're, dude, dude, they're not going to be ready I'm for that winter. I'm excited for Ohio State's schedule though. Yeah, like, Ohio State's schedule is going to have a really, really tough schedule, especially if the 2025 one stays the same. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play Longhorns and um, Longhorns, USC maybe, UCLA maybe. I mean, they're not. They're not. What'd like you say? Bama. No, what you said something. We'll have like uh, we'll play top pop ranked teams the entire schedule. Not, I don't think it's gonna be the entire schedule. I mean, we have Texas opener that year. Yeah, twenty twenty five. Oh, opener. that is an opener. Um, pretty sure, pretty sure it's the same. Is that at Ohio? Be. Yeah, it's at Ohio State. Oh, it's dude. a home and home, so we, dude, gotta, we gotta go, gotta go watch that. <laughs> That's in twenty twenty five, so we got a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. UCLA maybe, UC, USC maybe, and then Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. You know, dude, you know what we could do? What? Talking about college football is really off topic, but we can mic ourselves up for the um, the game coming up, the first game, Notre Dame game. Yeah. Dude, we can mic ourselves up. That'd be lit if you're interested. Yeah. Um, but now going back to, I think, what other teams do you think are interested in moving? All right, so this is what I, this is what I heard. This is what I heard from inside sources. Inside, yes. Um, no, they the Big Ten are waiting on Notre Dame to answer if they want to come to the Big Ten or not. If they don't, they're going to pursue Oregon and Washington. That's all I know for now. What other teams do you think that'll come? I think Notre Dame will. 
I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I, think this I don't understand where Notre Dame's going to go if they don't. ACC. But, but do you then, think then ACC's not going to be anything because the SEC, the ACC is not going to be the, the SEC is pushing to grab uh, Clemson, North Carolina, and two other ACC schools. My thing is like this. It's going to do. Does Notre Dame risk? Does Notre Dame risk not going into the Big Ten? Which, which makes no sense to me because, because if they don't go, it's not a guarantee that they'll get into ACC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean they've been in there before for one year. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they do do that since they've already been in there and they know what it's like, or maybe they move to the Big Ten, which I think is on the upcoming. So I don't see why they don't. I don't. I don't understand why they wouldn't. Here, this is what Brady Quinn, uh, yeah, Brady Quinn on Fox. Yeah, used to be Notre Dame. Notre Dame has benefited. This is what he tweeted. Notre Dame has benefited from the national schedule, East Coast to West, through their independence. That is now offered by the Big Ten. Don't underestimate the impact of alumni events and contribution with a national schedule. If you can offer that along with a greater TV deal, so. I. That was a reply. That was a reply to Pete Sampson, which said uh, the. The, quote, what would it take for Notre Dame to join a conference? Question, question always hinged on, access to playoff home for Olympic sports, TV partner that hasn't changed, but the total destruction of major conference affiliation, could alter all three. Take what you got from that. Yeah. Um, last note on that, like, I guess. If Notre Dame joins, that's huge. I know. That means we'll be playing them almost yearly. Dude, oh, my God. I'm just ready for that game it's on se- g- in it's September. Gonna, it's going to – this is what college football is heading towards. Two mega conferences. Yeah, that's true. SEC, Big Ten. It's going to turn like the NFL – Top two teams from both conferences make it to the playoffs if they stay yeah. four. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But well, not probably. Or not maybe, maybe they expand the expand yep. the playoffs with that top four from but each from each each division. Turn it to the NFL. You turn it to the NFL. That's what you do. You do playoffs in the Big Ten and the playoffs in the SEC, and then the two from the conferences fight each Dude, other. We might have just big brain that. Maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know, man. You don't know? I don't know. So it's it's complicated. It is complicated. USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten kind of deadens the fact of playoff expansion. Yeah, that's true. I, I could see that, too. I could see that, too. Like, from the Pac-12, Pac-12 is going to be nothing. I mean, they got Oregon and Utah. Utah's way better than Oregon, which people are stressing about Oregon for some reason. I mean, they beat us, okay? I don't but think we they're special. Utah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think Oregon's special. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I mean, yeah, it's a big name. Yeah, but they ain't got no, they ain't got nobody. In my opinion, like. A big name, that's all. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, a little bit of NBA, and then we can move on to um, call Trace. 
Yeah, we, yeah, with him. yeah we can call Trace. Okay, so Kevin Durant is officially a snake. If he wasn't already, I hate him now. If he wasn't already, he is now. Because I mean, I don't want watch him watch NBA much, but he you sucks, know about dude. Kevin Durant. He sucks. I mean, he's good talent, but he just sucks as a teammate. He sucks as a person. I agree. He's like. It's like my See, opinion of I Kyrie hate, Irving. I hate players that just do it all to, for the bag. Yes. And in the chip. I agree. They I don't want to stay. They don't want to stay. They don't want to build chemistry. I yeah. agree. I agree. No, so he he requested a trade from the Nets, even though he said, they screw were gonna, you, Kyrie, I'm out. Well, it's Kyrie good. requested a trade also because they both want chip. Well, no, they, he got signed back. Yeah, yeah he did. They gave him some more money. But he did a first request to trade. But then he got paid back. So yeah. he didn't got get rid of the trade. I think that's what they try to do with Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant doesn't believe in the Nets. Um, so the top teams, and it really pisses me off, because the top teams he's going to go to are like the Phoenix Suns, which are already top, 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 top yes. tier teams. Just adding that is like doing the Golden State Warriors over again. And I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan, but... I didn't like adding Kevin Durant, in my opinion. Even though he won the ship, I didn't like it because that's all he chases is the ring. He's a ring chaser. And then I don't remember the other team that he that the, that was said that he was interested. There was two teams that he was most interested in on his like AKA wish list to go on, but they were both top tier teams. That's stupid. And him going to the Suns, I still think the Warriors repeat this year, in my opinion, because Steph Curry's. Says he feels like he's in a prime, and he's thirty four. He's looking, at it. he's thirty four, goddamn years old. Clay, he can't get any worse. Clay played awful, yeah, but he came off an injury, so I I can't blame him. And then Draymond, I think Draymond, this is his last year, but Draymond was more there for assists and rebounds, defense. So there's not much losing there, points wise. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then Jordan Poole, you got Jordan Poole. I saw Gary Payton move to the. Um, Trailblazers, um, so we don't have him anymore. But we got uh, Wiseman center coming back. We still got Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney proved that he can play. Um, so I don't, I, I don't see a reason that we don't repeat this year, unless Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant, if he signs with the Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul I gets his ring. I feel like there's no, there's no real competitor to him. To be honest, to what? To the Warriors. If Kevin Durant signs to Phoenix, then them, yeah, yeah, D book Chris Paul and Kevin Durant and De- uh, Ayton, DeAndre Ayton, yeah, dude, no, that's disgusting. That's literally five superstars. That is disgusting. All right, you know, we're give- going to be calling Trace up. See what's what's he doing? Yeah, what's yes? Ring, 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 ring. Hello. What up, there Trace? How you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. We miss you here on the set, but we we know you couldn't come with us. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get you. So, how's your how's your week going? Uh, pretty slow so far, but I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, July July 40. I we saw you had like eighty thousand fireworks <laughs> in your garage. Oh, we're we're stacked up for this weekend. Yeah, he's he's strapped up for the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. So you guys laying all those off Saturday? I I believe so. Yeah. Oh my god! Because I remember, didn't last year you save some for different days? Yeah, we 
Yeah, we saved some for like three total days of fireworks. Yeah, but I remember that. Well, you, I, you should get your parents to save some for Sunday when we come back. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> just, just save me some drinks, you know, not alcohol because we don't drink alcohol around here. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, Sunday we might drink some apple juice or something. Apple juice. Oh yeah, I'd be down for some apple juice. For real, for real. Uh. So I, Trace, I have a freaking bunch of fireworks saved up for over five years ago. So, oh my goodness, dude! Yeah, we never lit them off, so they might be dangerous. Yeah, they they sound the open different. field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds a little dangerous, Ethan. Uh, but Trace, so we'll get we'll get your opinion on this uh, USC and U- UCLA op- thing real quick. Oh baby, what were you? What was your reaction? When yeah, you what saw was your reaction game? when you're like the phone blew up with Big Ten? It's happening. The three super conferences are forming. You got three? the SEC. Yes, there's going to be three super conferences. I believe that are going to be taking over, and it's the Big Ten, the SEC, and it's kind of a toss-up right now. But I think it'll be the ACC. See, Ethan and but, me, Ethan and me were talking. We think it's going to be two. It's going to be the ACC, right? And no, then, the Big. Big SEC, SEC, and Big Ten. Big Ten. He said it's going to be formed like an NFL. Their profit margin is like skyrocketing, seventy yeah. percent more. It's so than high. It is the so closest, high. which is the ACC. Yeah. And the so, SEC is also pushing for ACC teams to go there. But me and Ethan, yeah. me and Ethan were saying that like we think that it's going to turn into an NFL, where sort of like a playoffs, how the NFL does Possible. with their playoffs. Right. So from each best team from each their division is going to have their playoffs and the best teams from those go to the go to the Natty. Right. That I mean that's that was our hot take on it. Gotcha. Yeah. But then I, I, Ethan, what'd you say? Some something will happen. What? You said the reason why that it might not happen. Might not happen the the mega conference? Yeah, or the two mega I can't remember what you said. I don't know. I don't remember. It might not happen. I don't know. No, you what? said something like profit will go down or something like that. Profit. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I don't Ethan, Ethan was saying that like remember. it wouldn't happen because they, it would the divisions would lose money. Divisions would lose. I don't know. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> you go, okay. Um, but the Notre Dame, the Big Ten's waiting on Notre Dame to answer if they want to join the Big Ten or not. But Notre Dame is more correlated towards the ACC, so that's the problem. That is the problem. And if they, if Notre Dame says no to the Big Ten, which is terrible money grab, to be honest, because the Big Ten's offering a lot of money with their TV contract and adding more teams to it, which I think is a bad decision. For Notre Dame's more. It's a more competitive conference as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they like being solo, too. Yeah. If they don't join, then the Big Ten's going to push Oregon and Washington, I've heard. Yep. Dude, I think Oregon will be good, you know. What's a, what's a team that's decent some years and not very good? Penn State. Yeah. I think there'll Michigan. be another Penn State or Michigan. To be honest, Michigan State. I think it'll be a good, a good like that. As a Ohio State fan, I don't like it because it doesn't give us as many cheat games. 
But then again, it'll bump up her schedule every year. If we yeah. play them yearly. Yeah, we win those games. It's guaranteeing you're playing good teams now, and you're guaranteeing if you win a spot in the playoffs, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I agree, but it, it just worries me because if we choke those games, then... Exactly, that's the thing. If yeah. you lose those, there's probably very little shot of making it. But that's the thing. It's a very competitive market now, and and conferences are falling and dropping, and it's just all this conference real like realignment is. From what I saw, the Pac four or the Pac twelve's uh, kind of losing market value, and their contract about up. So all those teams are about to be free agents and looking for other places to realign to. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. Big, Big twelve would pick up a lot of those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Trace, well, we're going to let you go. And, uh, yeah, we're going to start our interview, but we appreciate talking to you. Yep. Right. No problem, boys. Monday. Yep, see ya. All right, yep, see ya. All right, so we got the Big Red, and then we got Coach Frank over here. Uh, how you doing, Frank? Man, this is awesome. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate you guys being out this weekend, man, watching our team play, man. So thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, of course. Can you scoot that mic a little closer to your face? Okay, you should be good now. But, no, we uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking. Um, so we just had a couple questions. One was a special request from one of your players. Yep. Um, but how do you think this weekend's going so far? Very proud of the boys this week, right? Uh, we should have been in previous tournaments, you know. We, we were in tournaments that we should have played better, I thought, right? But uh, it's finally clicking, right? All phases of the game, right? We're pitching, we're hitting, we're base running, we're playing defense, man. So very, very proud. Hopefully we can make some noise tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, So Peyton wanted us to ask you about the Golden Boy story. story. Which story again? The The Golden Golden Boy story. Golden Boy story. Yeah. yeah. He said, ask he him said, about the Golden Boy story. That's the story where your coach brought that kid in from the big, you know, you were you were going to be the number one, and then he, he set you. Oh, yeah, man. All right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Golden Boy story, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we'll bring it in, man. So, hey, so I was in, it was my senior year in, in Akron. Uh, man, dude, I worked my butt off in the summer. Weight room, uh, arm strength, everything, diet, dude, I was in, in unbelievable shape. And I worked very hard uh, to earn the number one spot. Yeah. So opening day comes in, coach brings you into the, into the office and says, hey, we're going to start this guy instead of you. He's going to be the new number one. Uh, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, coach, you saw everything I did, Why? You know, the story was that he was gonna, the kid was going to leave, but hey, he said, she said stuff, right? So anyways, I took it as motivation, right? So first game rolls around. We're down in uh, UNC Asheville. He pitches against UNC Asheville, gets rocked. I go against Indiana. Win. Okay, that's <laughs> one. We 
Yeah. Week two, we go to Murray State. He starts Friday. You know, there we go. I come Saturday and I do my job. Right? We win. Third week, we are in Western Kentucky. Same story. Okay. By the time MAC conference rolls around, coach is calling me into the office, saying, "Hey, we want you to start on Friday." I go, "The heck you're out. You're gonna, you're gonna let Wonder Boy start." <laughs> <laughs> no, Frank, it's it's your rock, man. We made a mistake, right? So, you know, I tell I tell kids that all this time, man, right? Look, Peyton brought the story up, right? Because yeah, yeah. It's very important, right? Don't don't let something like that bring you down, right? Dude, use it as motivation. Use it as fire, right? Because during those starts, man, I was working. Yeah. Son, he wasn't working as much as I was, so I knew I was gonna get a chance again. And there it is, right? It's getting that chance. So I was, yeah. After that, I was the number one starter. Senior year, right, I ended up being first team All-Mac, uh, co-pitcher of the year. So after that, it just it tells you, right? It tells the story. And where'd you play at? I played for the University of Akron. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. The Zip. The Zippers. The Zips, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Did you win any chips there? Any Mac no, champs? No, no, no. Here's the thing. The junior college that I went to before I went to Akron, yeah. those guys, they had a winning pedigree, right? Akron did it. Akron was happy with winning 20 games. Sounds like Clickwood. That's fair. They got different coaching, different coaching staff there, so hopefully they, they turn it around. Right? Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what's your expectations for the next upcoming games this weekend? Expectation is, man for the boys. Yeah. Here it is, pitching is going to be tight, right? I agree. Yeah. Some of our uh, pitchers that haven't pitched as much as others, right? They're going to be throwing. We're going to rely. We're going to. We're going to. We need them, right? To come in and throw strikes and give us a chance, right? So what I'm looking forward to is this team picking up those kids, right? Yeah. Next Either man up. Next, there you go, bud. Next, next man, man up, up, right? Meaning, hey, let's hit. We got. We, we got. We got to score runs for these guys, right? We got to play defense behind. Those things have to happen for us to be win one, maybe two tomorrow. So, I agree. Just looking forward. The most important thing is you got to go one and zero the first game. Yeah, that's that's the true. Best thing about going one and zero, chance to go two and zero. There you go, buddy. That's the, that was the model today. If you guys would have seen the text that I sent to the boys, we got to go. We got to what? We got to get two one and zeros today. It's not. Let's go two and zero. One and zero, and then one and zero. You can't focus on the second game until you win it. Yep. I agree. Um, oh, I blanked. I have another question right there. <laughs> I always do this. Um, you got a question, Ethan? Roberto. Yeah. How do you think this t- this team's going to go this weekend? Our team? Yeah. I mean, coming into this weekend, we had a lot of unanswered questions, like Coach said. And uh, I think he's correct on we're starting to gel, which – Honestly, as a coaching staff, we thought this would happen three weeks ago or, or actually coming right into season. We didn't think we were going to have to work through so many issues. So this weekend has been a big tournament. Um, there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of different levels. You don't know what you're getting. But, I mean, I think we took care of business. And if we just keep, you know, working, I think we'll just see what we got, you know. Um, every day we're growing, which – you know, for me, 
just kind of helping the team. That's something that I've seen this year. Like you always expect your team just to show up ready to go, and it's you really got to work at it every day. If you yeah. don't work at it every day, and it, it shows, and the little things get missed, and, and they co- kill you. It costs you games. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. So, so my question for you: Has the has the um, the rankings came out yet? For the- not yet, not yet. But we're we're crunching numbers. Coach Matt is crunching numbers. It looks like we're going to be a, a fifth seed. A fifth man. Out of one hundred and five teams, man. That's pretty good. I had 105 teams, their fifth. Now the pressure's on us to back that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only th- bad thing about getting a good seed. Hey, here's the thing. We came with an objective, right? We were going to throw everything we had and go forward. Right? Now, we're technically playing with house money. We are, right? Because we said, hey, what, what did we say? We're going to get into, the, into the, the bracket, championship bracket, and we're going to go at it. Right? We're whatever we got. So that's where we're at right now. Playing with house money. Good. Scoot it a little closer. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. you're right there. Yeah, I think you're good. Um, but, Rob, is that, is that how you feel? Mm-hmm. Playing with house money over here? Um, seem You guys seem to be in a rhythm yet? I think the two games today... Like I was telling the boys, the two games today, all facets of the game was on point, right? To the point where we were hitting, our offense was clicking, we were hitting with runners on scoring positions and driving them in. Second, we were aggressive on the bases. And once that formula right there works, then everything else falls into place, right? Like a world old machine. Right? Like a world old machine. Our pitching has been solid. We have yeah, a team I agree. of I agree. We're like at three, right? It's offense, right? Having quality at bats that we constantly, mm-hmm. and Coach Rob can, can t- test to this, right? Having quality at bats, man, right? And the right approaches, man. That's going to be, that's been the biggest opportunity for us this year. And I heard, so the game that you guys played the last game of today, you, you overheard, or, yeah, you ever heard the coach talking about how their arms are doing, right? That was the last yeah. game. And I, I thought it was crazy because you heard him talking about how their arms are doing. You instantly thought, if we get rid of this guy, they won't have nobody. And that, that sure showed today because they didn't have anybody after him. After that wild pitcher went out, they had nobody. And then you guys just kept going. And, it was on. and I think and I think Braden pitched well, too. Mm-hmm. I think he was killing it. He kind of cracked me up there when he called his pitch. He even told the guy what he was going to throw. He said, I'm going to throw it again. Called it. Struck him out. I was like, oh, my God. He's on a roll. <laughs> hey, you know, you know why I'm okay with that? Because he's got confidence. It's a confidence thing. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's because it's, it, baseball is 90% mental. If you got that confidence, you're rolling. Hey, listen, today, Drew Snipes, man, right? Oh, I, I think he pitched well, game, too. Right? And then he comes in and closes out the second game, okay? Yesterday against uh, the Michigan team, Yeah. Michael... Michael was at not 100%. Dude, and he mowed them down. He held those monsters. Yeah. That's, right? That is, and he was at least at 70%. And I didn't, I didn't know. I, yeah, Peyton was telling me that, like, he's your ace. And then I was I was like, man, Drew looks Drew's looking a little better. Hey, but here's the thing also, man. This is the beauty of things. 
we'll talk about Peyton, man, a little bit here, right? Because the last two tournaments, right, and he's he's earned it, right? Yeah. He's started off pool play games on fire, man. He gets he gives us a chance to win. Yeah. He's been he, he's been around the zone, throwing competitive pitches, good cur- good depth on his curveball. He's around like I said, he's around the zone, so that's very important, right? Because at the beginning, right, he was he, he wasn't he, not in the zone, right? So for the umpire, it's it's very hard for him to have a good strike zone, right? So Peyton was walking a lot of kids, right? Get gets ahead and then walks kids, yeah, right, yeah. dude. That didn't happen the last two tournaments. So I'm very very proud that that he's stepping up, and because we we said it from the beginning of the season, we needed him to pitch. Mm-hmm. He, he he was a must. He, we needed to have him in our rotation. So and yeah, I've heard I've heard he's been doing well. Yes. So. For him, for him to finally step up, you know, is probably a big, big key to your team. Um, is there anybody else that was like has been stepping up in that way that you think you'll need? Maddie, he's been doing really good for us. He's Matt, not Matt Bradley, yes, man, mm-hmm. from, uh, our center fielder. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Whenever we take him out of there, right, big shoes to fill. But in center field, yes, yeah, but I agree. Hey, man, he's been last. What was it, Rob? Last tournament, you know, uh, he threw well. Yeah. Very well. He Against a good team. A very good team. He held them to nothing for four innings, man. Wow. And we're gonna, we need him. We're going to rely on him this tomorrow. We're going to need him. We're going to have to use him. So, next man up, man. Yeah. yeah. Just like Ethan said, next man up. Um, you got any questions, E? How do they come to mind? Yeah. Well, hey, so what do you guys? Because you guys, hey, you guys were in the dugout, man. We are, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys think? What's um, up, you know? very fun yeah. environment. Very fun. Environment. Yeah, I agree. You've so seen baseball teams that don't have a fun environment, and they just, just, the kids don't feel like they're having fun. They just feel like they're forced to do this. Let's get through it. If we lose, we lose. Now Ethan's referencing to our school ball team, which I felt the same way. Yeah. Um. But you I have like a fun environment in the in the dugout. Yeah, which I agree. Keeps the vibes keep, high, even yeah. when you're down. So the, mor- the morale is really really good. I've noticed that. And another thing is, I noticed that like you got leaders, and then you got people that are under the leaders, but still leaders. So like whenever anybody's down, like somebody's picking them up. I have noticed that. And you know, when someone has like a bad hit, someone's going to get their glove, pick them up. You know, and. I, I think that's one of the most important things is picking up your teammates just because if he's not doing well, then you guys aren't doing well. And my whole, in my whole career of sports, is that's how it's went. If he's not doing well, then we can't win because one of our other starters is down and then he's playing bad, so then I play bad, you know. And so that's what I've noticed the big thing about is the morale is high. They all seem to want to be there. Even though they don't say it, they seem to want to be there. And... um that that's the biggest thing I've noticed. Yeah, and what we have seen is in the last tournaments, two tournaments, right? Is that growth, right? We're still we still have opportunity, right? Because Coach Rob and I and Matt we talk about it, right? It's uh, the accountability piece, right? Yeah. We're, we got to continue to coach these guys, and we will. We give it. Hey, here's the thing, man. I appreciate what Coach Rob does, man. All right, him and I and Coach Matt. Hey. We have full-time jobs, man. Yeah. Right? We, 
we give it our all, man. We rush, we take time off, man. And I love these guys, man. I appreciate it. It's very important for, for, for everybody to hear this and for the kids to understand this, right? Right? Mm-hmm. But we're constantly coaching these guys, man. Not only from the baseball aspect of it, right? Mental, okay? Approaches, real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Baseball's not forever, man. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, we, we brought it up last week because, I mean, we both are in, like, management stuff and at, in our real-life, everyday jobs. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I think, even when we were younger, it's hard to understand that stuff until you live through it. It don't matter how many people tell you what's going on, you got to live it, right? Yeah. That's when you're going to make changes. And these guys are, every day they're living something new, and that's the growth that we're seeing. Um, to the point where, you know, there was a little bit of stuff going on in the last game. I mean, we're, I mean, it was a, we're playing a good team. There was pressure on us, you know, and sometimes ugly things come out, right? Like, you know, they want to blame this person or, well, you didn't do that. You didn't do this. Well, at the end of the day, when Coach Frank or I get something, it don't matter what happens underneath of us. We got an answer for it. Yeah. Okay. We got somebody to answer to. And that's, you know, even whether you run your own company, you know, or you work for somebody, you always got to answer to somebody, right? Yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing in life that you got to learn and, and learn how to deal with it because it can crush you. And, yeah. And people that can't handle that, you know, it, they have a hard life. I mean, it's it's a, it's a roller coaster. If you can't learn to deal with that pressure of, you know, being accountable and saying, you know what, we got to do better next time or – you know, so a lot of people like to, you know, well, so-and-so didn't do their job, so how can I do my job? You know, no one wants to hear that. They just want to hear, is the job done? Was it done right? You know, and and it goes in baseball. You learn that a lot faster. Like, I think Coach Frank said, it, it comes at you faster on, on the baseball field, right? Yeah. You got to be on your toes. You got, I mean, whether you want to steal or not steal, you got to make a judgment call. Did I read – did I get the right look there and take off? You know, you got to learn those things. Hey, guys, we really don't. When, here's the thing, we celebrate so much of the successes, right? But the successes are far smaller than the failures, okay, in the game of baseball. Yeah. Right? Am I right? I agree, I agree. So what I look for is how do those kids – how do our players react after they've been in a situation where they have failed? There's no SOP. There's no book. You strike out. How do you, how do you handle that? What do you do when you get into the dugout? What does a teammate do when he gets in, that player gets into the dugout? Dude, hey, I'm always watching that. Right, and it's 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 very important because hey, you guys hear this all the time, right? Hey, you get three hits out of ten at bats, and you're in the Hall of Fame. That's the game of baseball. <laughs> you're not going to throw ninety percent strikes, right? You're going to throw fifty percent strikes. See what I'm saying? So, how do kids react when they throw a ball? Are they getting the ball back and saying, "Hey, man, that was a competitive pitch," or, "Man, it was the umpire. He missed that call." What is it? That's what you look for. So. Coach Rob and I and and and, and, Matt and Coach Matt, man, we've been that's 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 what we've been really focusing on, man. 
getting these kids to, to see that so we can bring them together, right? Pick up teammates, be a team player, right? And handle mm-hmm. those situations. And from what I've seen, I think you've done a great job at that. Yeah. And I think, like I was saying earlier, the morale in that dugout is the best I've ever seen in baseball. Besides the time when I was playing on that football team with Peyton, that was probably <laughs> the funnest time I've ever, I've ever – yeah, that was so much fun. With uh, Coach Sprinkle, oh. that was probably the most fun I've ever had playing baseball, to be honest. I did yeah. get the pinch shot. I was killing it. <laughs> I, okay, we don't need to. We don't need to say what who we were playing. Shh, shh, I was killing it. I was killing it. And we played that one team that was my age, the Utica team, and I shut them out. Never got a never got a chance senior year. It's crazy. I won't talk about those days. Makes me sad. Makes you sad. Yeah, I know. I here living the dream. Well, um, I know you guys are having a cornhole tournament. You guys aren't up, right? Oh, Dang, you no. lost already? He was in the loser's bracket, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so we're going to take back everything you just said about accountability. thing, <laughs> man. Coach, man, good thing you brought his name because we haven't. We haven't really mentioned him, man. He's he's a dude in that Michigan game. He came in, did a heck of a oh, job. Pitching? Oh, pitching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Right? I mean, dude, he's been he's he's at a stretch here where, and here's the thing, he's, he was shut down for five weeks of school high school baseball because he had a strain. Later. Oh wow! So we didn't have him for the first two tournaments, right? We started th- we threw him in relief for the first time in the third third week, and now. We haven't even started. Wait, we started him once. It was on short rest, but, uh, dude, he's been lights out, man. We're very proud, very proud of him, and we're glad that he's on our team. Yeah. So he's a new addition to this ball club. When you're building a team at this level, and, and it's us as work hard, we're a smaller team, we got to have everybody, right? We gotta have everybody. Everybody counts on our team. There's not five guys sitting on the bench just waiting to pitch or whatever. We don't. It's not the time. That's not the yeah. kind of team we have. You know. So it's a it's a workhorse. It's show up and do your job every day. And uh, so I'm, I'm sure there's other guys we didn't mention here, but everybody everybody does a job. I agree. I so. agree. I get, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frank, do you have? Are you in a game? At all? Are you in that tournament? Okay. Oh yeah. Before you gather, do you got any message for any players out there who are listening? Maybe? My message is, guys, just keep on working hard, man. Right? It's a game of failure. Know how to react, how to handle those failures. There's always going to be somebody out there putting you down, man. From experience, man, I got put down. You guys are not going to believe this, right? But think about this. I got cut freshman year in high school. All right? I played Division One baseball, and I played independent ball. Wow. For money. I was getting paid. I got cut as a freshman. So if there's anything out there, 
right? Motivation, man, right? Harness all that stuff into positive energy. Work hard. Put your time into it, man, and, and, and you'll see what can happen on the other side. Man. That's, super, that's super hard. Like, I mean, especially now because it's you got social media things. Everybody talks more. Everything's yeah. out there. You know, I mean, you know, you get cut, and it's like it seems to be bigger now than it was. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like it was more – well, when we were growing up, you, there was more cuts. You know, some teams don't cut anymore or whatever. But, you know, it was like, hey, you just got to work. It wasn't it wasn't such a demeaning thing if you got cut. It's like, hey, you know what, you're just not ready yet. Come back. And, you know, you got that opportunity. Where some kids just, they get Quit. cut. And it's just like, they don't want to do it anymore. So it's, it's tough to get through, work through that. Yeah. yeah. And have fun, man. Right? There's a game meant to, to have fun, right? If you're not having fun... Don't play. Play something else, right? But we have fun. <laughs> We're competitive as crap, man. Because that's what a that's what I instill in my kids, man. When when we get if we don't play a game well, I'm gonna let them know. When we play well, I'm gonna let them know, right? But if you're not out here having fun, don't do it. It's not it's not worth it, man. Why would you go through a, a high school season grind and then a summer grind, six weeks nonstop, right? It's 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 for the people that are that are wired differently, right? And a part of that is competition and having fun, man. If you can't balance both, do something else. Right? I agree. Yeah, yeah. But we appreciate you being on. Um, are you staying on for on? Greg? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. gonna go track him down. Okay, you're gonna go track him down. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go try to win a cornhole game, man. There you right. go. Thank yeah. you for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate we appreciate it, you being appreciate on. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was Coach Frank. Coach Frank and Big Red, as we like to call them. Um, but no, so next on we got a couple, couple country folk. Big Red's coming back on, um, but we got uh, the good old Greg Gall coming on. Um, we'll come back when we're ready. Yeah, we will come back. Wait, before? Before? I think that was pretty, pretty interesting. I did. I I, I liked. I liked his uh, outlook on things. Outlook. Also, I think I had. Your dad muted while well, I was talking about uh, the me pitching, so it's kind of tough because he was like breathing his mic, so I like muted him and then I unmuted him. <laughs> but it is what it is. We'll fix it in post, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll f- we can fix it. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, and we're back. I apologize for Ethan's sake. That I cut it out the way I did. But uh, we got Big Red, Coach Rob. And we got the man, the myth, the legend, Greg Gull. How you doing, Greg? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So first thing we're going to start off with, the old son story that the viewers don't understand because we saved it. I say it sometimes on the podcast, but they, have, they don't understand because I've waited to have you on to tell the story. Not a whole lot uh, to it. We just have the uh, hat that we say for Sunday Fun Day uh, <laughs> there at the Gall Ranch. Uh, the Gall Ranch. And it's a special hat for drinking purposes only. That's right. Old son. Old, Old son. son. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, what else? What else? There was another one that I had. Space Force. Oh, Space Force. Well, that would lead right into Old Son, <laughs> uh, Sunday Fun Day. Uh, neighbor boy 
he was pretty liquored up on uh, Sunday Fun Day and uh, found out that you're in the military, which yeah, we appreciate yeah. very much, by the way. I haven't done anything, uh, but, but thank uh, you. even though you've already signed and committed, uh, felt like you should recommit to the Space Force. Why? Why should I? Re- There's good opportunities there. <laughs> There's great opportunities in the Space Force. Well, what are those opportunities? You, you were saying it. Well, he, I mean, you get to go to space. That's pretty big. That's one. huge. Go to right Mars. There itself. It's in the name. Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> um. So did they try to sell you on Space Force when you signed up? No, you have to. So right now, there's a certain time. There's a certain time you can request to be moved to the Space Force, and it was like, it was like a month ago. Uh, so you have you to your window. So you have you can apply, and then they review the applies from each. Um, so like Air Force, Army, Navy, all the, all those branches. They review all those people from those branches. I think I think they get like a hundred thousand hundred thousand requests a year. Every time they open that window, they get like a hundred thousand requests to go to the Space Force. Wow! Wow! And yeah. they only accept like two hundred. So this is a prestigious kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And no yeah. So, um, but once they review um, some of the jobs, so you might have to go back to schooling to get a certain job because some of the jobs you have, like my job. It might be in the Space Force because it's kind of like a every branch type of job. But for like, um, I don't think they have infantry in the Space Force. So like infantry guys, they would have to go and do schooling again. Stuff like that. But that that's what I read up on and that's what I was seeing. I wonder what time, type of uh, MOS they have for Space Force specifically. You know, like what is your job? Dude, I feel like that schooling would be hard. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's Don't like... Don't you have to do like 10 years of training to be an astronaut? Probably. Something yeah. like that. Physical as well. Yeah. Very physical. Your spine expands Yeah. while you're up there because you're low, no gravity. When you come back down, you compress. Come jelly. Dude, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if I could have the pressure of... Like putting together that rocket, I'd feel so bad if it failed, dude. I don't know if I could do that. No, you're sitting on a bomb. All right? the rocket fuel. I know. Anytime you want to go. <laughs> no, dude. Hey, I would you do like it. to ride a bomb to space? Yes, please. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> would sounds, you also? Sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> um, Ethan, you got any questions? How is the weekend going? Oh, the week, not the weekend yet. Feels like a weekend. I think the week is uh, it's going pretty well. Um, you know, we start out slow in the season, but it's it's like Coach Frank and I talked about. I've never bet against this team ever because they're just anywhere in that lineup. There's a small explosion that can happen, and oftentimes does. That spark ignites, and they just roll with it. Once they get rolling, they go roll. That's right. That's right. And as we were talking with Coach Frank, um, how how do you you see any progression with the team from the start to now? I feel like they've grown a lot. Um, they're playing a little more loose, but in that they're they're enjoying it more, and the results have been 
huge, very successful. So, and I think I think they're playing the best ball that I've seen all year. And I was trying to get Peyton. Up. Peyton was kind of because we were going through the teams to see like where they would end up in for tonight's announcement of where the teams end up. Sure. And he was pointing out like you know he was saying these teams were so good and like I was like man like you guys aren't far off from these like these aren't teams that are you can't compete with. And I was trying to explain it, like, he was trying to, like, dude, look, it's like their, their allowed runs, like, it's so low. Like, but look at their earned runs and look at your earned runs. Your, you guys are, like, they're, like, five runs off. That's, like, the team that he was saying, the number one. And I was like, dude, you guys can compete. You guys could win. It doesn't matter. It's whoever, it's whoever shows up exactly. for that game is going to end up <laughs> going to – because the – of obviously, our end goal is to get to Louisville and play in the college stadium. Absolutely, that's, that's probably one of those one of those things that you know, bringing back from me and Coach Frank's conversation is you got to live something to learn it. And these these guys are still young men; they're developing. I mean, they haven't lived through a lot. I mean, I mean, as a kid, you're just growing up. But so that mindset of you know, we, we talk about it. I don't care who's on the other side of the field, right? You know, we got to play our game. If, once you start worrying about other things or other kids, I mean, there's there's kids, uh, you know, that go to our local school and we're friends with. That's all they're worried about. Oh, this guy's a D1 commit. We can't beat that guy. Yep. You know, and it just it just poisons the team. If if I mean, it's easy to it's easy to buy into a lot of things. I mean. Uh, I agree. You know, everything, you know, if you let yourself go go there, your mind go there, it's easy to get beat before you even start a game. So that's that's one big hurdle growing up that you got to get over, right? Um, it's You know, you can't be thinking about, well, I mean, there's a book that I was reading. It's like state championship. You know, it's 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 more about – that mindset it was a baseball edition but it's basically you gotta i mean you gotta think some of the stuff that you wouldn't even believe you would have to think about it's like you gotta believe you're the best person out there i mean and that's cool to say but when you gotta actually think you're the best you you got you gotta think i'm the best guy on the field i mean that's hard to think because i mean there might be a i mean a six five dude out there throwing 90 and you know that's hard to be like I'm better than that guy, right? But you got to think that. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what this book's all about. And it's like I don't care. You got to think that, you know, to get through that stuff. And then so. you have to prove it. Yeah. You know, you have to show up. Um, so, Greg, what's your expectations for this upcoming weekend? That's a great question. I, you know what I think? Just kind of my expectation is. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, and I don't mean it that way. <laughs> but the reason that I say that is the only team that beats that t- our team is ourselves. It's our team, with the exception of maybe two games. Mm-hmm. Right? We we had a couple. They they just beat us. Yeah, they're good. Morning, night. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I said before: if you, I would never bet against our team because you get that little spark. Played, they said it was the number five team in Michigan. I don't know if that's fact or not. They were very said online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you 
take that number five team in the state, and we competed with them, we beat them. Um, our head was right that game. Theirs was not. We were prepared. They were not. See, and that's what I was trying to tell Peyton for these next up and upcoming games because eventually they're going to play a good team. Exactly. But it's whoever has that mentality, whoever's going to show up and whoever's going to perform to win those games. And he he was trying to deny that he thinks they're going to win at all. And I was like, dude, never you can't say never you can't say never because it could happen. Yeah, someone somebody's going to win. Right. Yeah. And why not you? Exactly. And and in this game it's very very contagious. Your attitude is contagious. This team it just chasing after foul ball. They have battles of who's going to get that ball. They compete for that. Um, that that energy, that, that competitiveness, it's contagious. Just like we may have – we've had kids that, that have not hit well or have little baby slumps, and they come back and they hit a bomb, and next thing you know, next domino falls, next domino falls. And they, they try to piece that together. So I'm, that's – when I say them coming together, that's kind of – where, where I expect to see them. And I think they've done a phenomenal job of getting there this weekend. And as I was, I was talking to Frank, I, I he asked us, like, how we felt because we were in the dugout and how we see the teams. And, and just to piggyback off what you said, I agree, or I felt like I seen the teams that, like, there's leaders on this team and then there's leaders behind those leaders. Like, if someone's having a bad game, Someone's there to pick them up, and like that's the most important thing. Absolutely. And um, if like someone's like you know gets out, you know I saw Peyton. He get, he went to go get uh, Coyle's glove and hat. Pick him up. There you go. Yeah. Right back up. Go get him next time. Like you don't see that very often. No, you don't. And like you you were there. You saw how I'm gonna point Lakewood out again just because I don't like him. Um, but <laughs> but. But you, you saw how Lakewood was. Everyone, nobody wants to be there. And that's what I was used to seeing. Right. And coming here and seeing that, I was like, oh, wow. Well, this is what baseball can be. And um, as, as, I, as I was telling, you know, Coach Rob over here, um, my favorite time playing baseball was that fall season with Coach Sprinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the most fun. He points out the fact that, you know, it's because I was pitching. But no, it was just – the environment, like I wanted to play, I wanted to be there, like I was having fun, and I, that's something that we've never, you never really brought up. But I mean, I guess, I mean that's something that we've always been used to, right? I mean, that's how we like to play baseball. Um, we got to get used to other things and growing up, and you know, sometimes you get jobs that you don't like, but you got to deal with it to get through it. But I guess I never realized. I mean, he brought that up earlier, and like he's like, "Dude, that was the best time I ever had." I mean, you guys, the way you guys coached, and the way we played, and it was just a little fall season, you know. What year was that? Uh, I think that was my fall going into senior season. Okay, so between junior and senior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what changed then? What do you mean? What changed? So that that feeling that. Going from that, that fall team to, like, school ball? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, just inside you, like, obviously you're very passionate about that, that fall season. Um, I'm sure we all were. It was just the fact that, like, you know, I was having fun playing the sport. You know, you go – you went and, I went and played, like, 
school bowl and like first I was upset because like you know I wasn't playing as a senior they were starting you know a freshman and I was like man like what am I doing wrong and I came to like the facts that like I've never been on that team they didn't really care for me so they just threw me aside they're like yeah we'll we'll say he's gonna play because they told me multiple times that like I was gonna get my chance I was supposed to start second like all this and that but I was never given that opportunity like I was telling Rob my only opportunities to hit were against the Penn State commit at Penn Central pick Pickering Central. He was Penn, he was a Penn State commit. Right. I hit against him. And this is coming off of never hitting. On a varsity level. And then and then I went and hit against Jake Jake Miller from Liberty. Right. I I hit against him. He's he's gonna go play for the MLB. It's kinda right. yeah, let's let's throw me in. And then my only other time at bat was at Johnstown. And I hit that ball. I crushed it. It was a center fielder. He made a play on it. I can't do nothing about that. That was my only three hits of my senior season. I played a, two D1 commits. One is going most certainly going to the MLB. Okay, so you faced some of the best, right, and were successful from, from what it sounds. And that, that is exactly what I want to see by the end of this season. You know, it's win or lose. Show me your best, and I'm going to be successful no matter what it takes, just like you did talking about it. But going off of what you asked me, it was like what changed from that that fall to school ball is like the people around me, like the people during fall, like everyone was having fun. Everyone wanted to be there. But you get that school season, like they're like. But but the goal was still to win. Like we were not going to lose. We didn't. I mean, that was. The fall season, we didn't lose. But going to that school ball, it's the same mentality. We're not going to lose. But they didn't care about anybody else. So we're talking, in essence, different coaching style. Most yeah. certainly. But my whole thing is, like, I didn't really care. Like, I didn't like the coach. But right. if I'm still having fun with my friends, like, the people I'm around, then whatever. Right. But in that aspect of nobody wanting to be there, nobody, like, nobody caring to, like, you know, show up, nobody, you know, very few besides the Suns coach wanting to be there, right. it wasn't fun. And me sitting the bench also wasn't fun, so I didn't play a factor. And then, you know, I could tell you some stories about the head coach, but I don't know if you want to hear that. Like the one t- – I'll give you – this one's short. This one's short. I'm going in. Let me get my boots on. Yeah. So I'll, we're uh, – where was that? Dublin. Oh, okay. I thought, you, I thought you were going to tell him. How he kept calling you a freshman that one year. Yeah, he called me a freshman my entire senior season. <laughs> we, no, it started out great. So we went. I went to one of the or the winter workouts where they were pitching in the auction, and I was pitching really well. And he was like, he was like, man, who was that freshman? He was pitching well. And then he points at me. I look around. I'm like, coach, I'm a senior. <laughs> yeah. So everyone called me a freshman the entire season, and then. But the story I was going to go into, Dublin, right? We're at Dublin, and I was my morale was down. Like, I, I only got three at-bats. He only he would put me in. He would put me in to run bases. Like, the third inning just waste me. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't important, so he would just waste me. And then he's like, oh, well, you can't play because I already used you, you know, type of thing. And so he put me in and put me in to run for Trace Ford. Like, I usually did. I, I would always run. And um, I stole first and second. Thought they were safe, you know. 
and I saw I saw the grip. Like I, I was reading the pitcher, and I saw his grip. He was throwing a curveball. I was like, "This is gonna be in the dirt. I could steal third right now." And so I I was going to steal third, and I I, I like I was like, "No, nah, I can't." So I stopped. And I went back. and I got thrown out. And I come back in the dugout. I was like, "God, I all I get, I just hear him ready to say something." And he's like, he's like, I can't trust that fucking boy. Like, this dude sucks and all this and that. I'm like, dude, like, are you kidding me? And I sit down and I'm just watching the game. I'm literally, so he's, he's probably like over here and I'm looking straight at the home plate. And he turns around, he like whips his head around. Fastest old man whips head around like, and he's old like, son. Old and, son. He, and, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, why the fuck are you staring at me? And I'm like, I look to my left and my right, and I was like, he's like, quit fucking staring at me. And I was like, coach, I'm not even looking at you. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you want to back to me? I'll send, I'll send you to the bus. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, coach, send me to the bus. He just turns around, doesn't say a word. He mumbles his, what he was saying earlier. He's like, fuck that kid, like, type thing. And I was like, dude. That's why I didn't enjoy summer ball. It was it was like the every time we played school ball. Yeah. yeah. Well, I di- I didn't get a chance to recognize Greg on Facebook, but we've had a, a seven year friendship <laughs> going on. So I, this week. I I would I figured I would let him. I was going to bring it up on air. So we've known each other for seven years now. I guess I'm. We've probably known more. No, it's definitely it's more. Facebook. It's just, just Facebook, Facebook, you know, because. I, I held out on Facebook <laughs> for a long time, but you know, it was it's our rebel it's our rebel attitude. It's been a great run. It's been a great run. Love every moment of it. Here, I'll hit you guys with the applause real quick <laughs> for the seven years on Facebook. That's clear. Lucky number seven. Well, we get past this. I've heard it's like the seven year itch, you know. Yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's downhill. You guys are getting fights. No, no, it gets easier after. The oh, seven, oh okay, if you get okay. past the seventh year of marriage, it's like everything's That's just common law. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of just floats. Yeah, yeah, you've got it figured out by that point. So that's a life tip. Nice, nice. That would that would be a good question if you had any life tips. Yeah. To, oh yeah, you got any life over. tips? I do. I'm going to save one, um, and I'm just going to send them in you know, once a month for you. I'll make a calendar, if you will, just uh, for anyone following. <laughs> I'm just kind of out of food sometimes in life. The struggles, you know, when life does get real. So uh, I will send one in monthly. Uh, I burnt my one up for uh, a batter this uh, weekend. Uh, Coach Rob doesn't want to recognize that uh, kid uh, hit a moonshot after a brief conversation with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he yeah. wants to take the credit, but yeah. uh, you'll have that yeah. seven-year marriage. Yeah. You know, it's still fairly new, but the honeymoon's over. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. That could be a good good thing for you guys' podcast. Is Reach out to Greg. Greg, Greg Gall's life tips. Life tips. <laughs> you know, and you guys could just read it and talk about it. I like that. I like now that. we assume no responsibility here, so if it goes drastically wrong. On your own. <laughs> <laughs> no return it, policy. Right. Yeah. It can head south real quick. <laughs> our, our our first our first ever tournament that we stayed at, we were eight U. 
we were down in Ironton. Oh, and this is my first year coaching and, and like as far as like coaching a tournament team and it was our first time like you know getting a hotel together and all that kind of stuff the first night greg loses his eight-year-old son he don't even know where he's at he's knocking on everybody's hotel doors going door to door hey have you have you seen nate it's 2 30 in the morning oh my gosh and i don't know anybody this is our first year as well yeah. Uh, we found him. He was in a room with six other strangers. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so I, I got Dad of the Year Award there. So, uh, yeah. Kind of scary as a parent. What did the strangers have to say? Well, it turns what? out we, the moms uh, did a search party, and we found uh, six of them passed out in a bed in one of the rooms. Apparently, we had, like, the whole floor. Yeah, like yeah, thing. yeah. We all stand on one floor that we year. We didn't have to involve the authorities, thank God. <laughs> uh, they might have showed up later um, in that tournament, but uh, may or may not have. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy baseball life that we started. You know. Hey, but it seems like it's been a fun, fun uh, ride. Yep. It has, and I, I think this is just a tool that's going to push them level of life you know baseball teaches more than baseball as any sport i agree you know, i agree as any athlete you know hard work you know you look for the payoff reward and i think they're, they're starting to see it more and more mm-hmm. um, you know uh, speaking of our you asked me about our uh, life lesson yeah what's a our what's a life words, lesson words from greg I'm going to table that uh, for a gentleman that, that has come in uh, that, that was beneficial. That uh, I shared with him my one for the month uh, and help him hit that moonshot, whether oh, okay. Coach Rob wants to admit that or not. So, but uh, I appreciate you guys and congratulations on the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate it. Appreciate well, doing well. It's a ride so far. I'm ready to see where it goes. I, I hope. I hope they got shirts now. You have to order one from. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. we do. Nice. Do you even know their, their slogan? What's your guys' slogan? If you're gonna bring it, you ain't slinging it. Yeah. I saw it on a shirt this weekend. Yeah. Hey, it, it's going. It's viral. going right. Yeah, it's it going, viral. going viral. Hey, we're getting ready to start miking up players too. Very cool. So I, I don't think that's gonna go as much as Coach Frank wants them to do it during the games. A hot mic. A hot mic. On the player. <laughs> on the field. <laughs> on the field. Yeah. No waiver. I, no I, I think Nate should be the first one since he's so close to the umpire. I think the catcher might be the way to go. Oh, we're, we're miking up the coaches, too. So oh, yeah, we're, we're miking you up. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said some Dude. funny stuff the other day. I don't remember what you said, but I, it had me in tears. Yeah, well, it's hot out there, so you know. I say we do the opposite. We we're doing good that we don't talk very loud, so the microphone cameras don't pick us up. What we're yeah, really saying. yeah. I feel like I'm far enough away from people. Sometimes I say stuff under my breath that I probably shouldn't <laughs> okay. say. Hope they don't have that on video. Especially, especially when my son hey, there's post production for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. We can edit. Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah.
Appreciate you guys coming. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Are these guys? Are these guys next? Yeah, these guys are up next. I think we should get Coach uh, Madden here after these guys, so we can put him on the Clemson high State game when they uh, handed handed it to him. Okay, (laughs) we can do that. Yeah, we got we got we got some stuff to talk about with that guy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. I'm assuming Rob's gonna come back on. Yeah, I'll come back on. Okay. Oh, Oh boy. He's going to get heated. Oh, son. Oh, son. All right, coming on now. All right, we got two players from the Trappers. One you guys know often, Peyton Tishner. How you doing, P? Doing good. Doing good. We got, a, got another guest here. He's yep. pretty hyped about this. We got Andrew. How you doing, Andrew? I'm doing pretty good. Feeling good? Feeling good? All right, so we're going to start off with the same questions we started off with your coaches. How you guys feeling this weekend's going? Oh, it's going good. Going 4-0. Big time, 108 teams out of state. I mean, not much of a better start we could have. We just, we just seen we oh, yeah. fifth seed. Oh, officially? Oh, it's official. It's fifth seed. We got 11, 15. Man, you called it. Yep. I just can't wait, dude. We gotta play hard. Try to win two games tomorrow. Get to Sunday. Yeah, we get to Sunday. We get the we get the big stage. Get the. Oh man. So wait, do you guys know who you play? Yeah, we play a team. They're out of Illinois, so it's going to be a big game. Yeah. Okay. So who, do you guys know who you play after that, or is it just whoever wins? Depends on who wins. Okay. Will you play two games them? tomorrow? Yeah. Where is it at? Uh, it's the first field we played at. <sighs> Thank God. Yeah. Oh, 45-minute drive for me. What? Yeah. Whew. No six eight. Wait, when's your first game? 11. 11.15. Oh, thank God. No, or no 6 o'clock wake up for me either. Whew. Um, but, Andrew. So, how, how do you feel this weekend's going? You know, I've been doing pretty good. The first day, <laughs> you know, four strikeouts. Didn't go so well. And I was, you talked to Mr. Old Greg over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He helped me out. So, what, <laughs> so what was his life lesson he gave you? Do you remember? Uh, he just said, he yelled <laughs> on the baseball field that you're the best player out there. And then, next thing you know, I get a hit. So, that's the only life lesson hey. I learned. Hey, and what do, you, what do you say when you strike out? Baseball's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Going off of that, I mean, Andrew, I was in a slump myself. Andrew pulled me aside today, gave me a talk. He's like, man, don't, don't even think about hitting up there. He's like, go up there. All right, we're in a slump. We go up, we go up to our last game today, last pool play game. Your boy gets two base knocks, you know, two for two on the day. Words of wisdom right there. I know, right? Hey, I'd just like to say, you guys are welcome. I got Keaton to hit the ball again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Had a, I had a talk with, what was that, the first day I got here? Yeah. What did like, you say to him? I was like, dude, I was like, so, I was like, so you're in a slump, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So, have you been practicing the hardest you can to improve your hitting? And you can honestly tell me you have practiced as hard as you can. And he's like, he looked at me, he's like, no. And I was like, well, there's your problem. <laughs> I was like, so we can't, we can't change that. We can't change the fact that you haven't been practicing hard. But you know what you can do? You can change your mindset. So I was like, every time you go up to hit, do you think about hitting? He's like, yeah. I was like, just don't do that. And I was like, think about your grandma, dead puppy. I don't care what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my just, God. just think about something other than hitting. He's like, all right. First, first, you know, he had that great knock. Oh, yeah. First bat, bat. And I was, okay. like, I was like, you guys are welcome. Did my job for the day. Sign off. Um, but how – 
has anything changed with me and E being in the dugout for you guys? Yeah, we finally went for it. No, that's that's a big change. <laughs> we made the big bracket play. That's the first thing. We knocked off a team that's like fifth in Michigan. State of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Go, just going off of that game, it's huge, huge weekend for us so far. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if anybody expected to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you did it. Oh, that's a fact. Low expectation. Yeah, you can't yeah. this. We're coming yeah. into this weekend ready to have some fun. We're having some fun. Oh yeah. Before we go any further, how are you how are you doing in the cornhole? I heard your dad lost to the female oh. team. So we're gonna get on that. That female team is giving everybody a run for their money. Oh, oh it almost beat Ethan, Michael's team. Is me and Ethan in the bracket? No. No, no you I guys are way so. past that. Yeah, I think yeah. So. I was just curious. No, but they almost beat Michael's team. Yeah, really? Michael yeah. and Ethan, they're running the tables this week. They're forty and zero in cornhole. Oh my god. We get we get uh, Andrew's sister. How is she? Twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's 12. 12, and then we get, we get a mom out there. Oh, so they're yeah. running the money. Yeah, Matt's stepmom, dude. They go off 17 to 6 run. They're up. Oh, my God. They they're playing right now? choke it. Oh, they choke. choke it. Wait, so is it over? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But, I mean, it's still going on. Well, it's like double elimination, so I still got to play. So do you still have to play? Or you're, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. If only Trace was here. He would yeah. run the floor with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no if and buts. He would run the table. As, Ethan, you want to bet at bank that? How are you going to bet? So what is your guys' expectations for these upcoming yeah, games? We've asked, we've asked your coaches. We've talked to coaches. I mean, that we're happy to be here in this situation. And we're, we're in the best possible like case scenario. Whatever yeah. happens after this, we're okay with it. What do you think, Andrew? I just honestly think we're just going to go out there, have fun, do the same thing we've been doing. Knock the ball. What do you like? Talk trash. That's all we do. Fair enough. Fair enough, dude. When Braden called his pitch earlier, dude, that that had me hyped. He called his pitch and struck him out. That, uh, he had a full count. Braden was pitching today. Full count and uh, threw a slider. And the pitch before that, it was a ball. He put put it into a full count. He, he told Nate today. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw it again. Straight to the batter." He told the batter. He told the batter yeah, what he, he was gonna throw. Like, I'm throwing another slider. Dude, it was. I was like, oh my god! I was in the outfield singing. (laughs) Outfield game, right, Andrew? Outfield game, dude. Outfield game, dude. I'm telling you, I'm putting my vote. We might come up the first game. We get the mics going. Hey, you might have a new playlist by the end of the day, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, that'd be funny. Um, so I was telling the audience to stay tuned for. We're gonna. You guys are the first team. We're gonna. We're gonna mic up. Do that. So what? What's your two votes on the players? That we mic up. Player and coach. Yeah. Player, coach. player and coach. I mean, Coach Frank is going to be, he's going to be funny. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of bingo, bingo, bingo. That's what he yells. <laughs> you guys know what bingo means? Yeah. Right. Let's go. Well, tell him. Bingo, bingo, bingo. All right. You got a little bloop shot. You know, it's an iffy, 50 50 shot with a catcher. It's going to drop. Bingo, bingo, bingo means go. All right. Like, we're scoring on this one. <laughs> coach Rob coach would be good too because, like, He's being serious when you get to first he base. He admitted that he says some stuff. Yeah, he admitted yeah, that he says. It's not safe for work. <laughs> not PG. Not PG-13. Because when, uh, when I struck out, like, multiple times, he told me, you just got to swing the bat, man. Swing the bat. That's all you do. <laughs> swing the bat. I just wanted to, like, be encouraging, you know? <laughs> just swing the bat. <laughs> swing like, the I, like, I just want to do that. And, like, man, it's hard. Oh, you think you got any questions? Well, 
Coach Frank is very proud of you guys. Yeah. You guys will hear in the podcast. He talked about you guys, saying he's very proud of the progress that you've made. Yeah. Um, so you got you got any you guys got any like things to say to young players out there? Any you know, any inspiration? Just go up there, be confident. You know, you just don't want to be. If you go up there, think you're gonna do bad, you're not gonna do bad. Like Keaton, he That's thought fair. he was gonna do bad. Yeah, yeah. dude, you you talk to him now. He's batting above a one. He was batting below one. <laughs> that, that's something. <laughs> yeah, that is something. I'll say one thing for the young. You're younger, you know, eight or ten, and you, you always got the dreams to keep playing baseball. Make make your younger self proud of yourself. You know, when you get older, it's like stuff like this weekend for me, myself, it was in our first game today, I was just like, man, this, this sucks. Like, I don't want to be here, dude. <laughs> but, you know, you got to rethink. You know, your younger self wouldn't want you to say that. Your younger self would be happy to be out on that field. I mean, you're out of state tournament. You're playing with your buds. Make your younger self proud and don't stress. Just play the game that you like to play. It's all it's all about fun, having fun in life. I mean, I mean that's I I can't say anything better than that right there. That was perfect. Yeah. Um. So Peyton, I know you had a special request for us to ask Coach Frank about the Golden Boy story. Oh yeah. He, he didn't know it at first. He he was like Golden Boy. What are you talking? I mean. Coach Rob, he was like, you know, you know the dude that came in? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he told us. That's pretty crazy that he – so he played for the University of Akron. And yeah. He didn't so – they brought some dude in his senior season. Mm-hmm. Transfer. Yeah. And Transfer. he was like – he got to the game where they told Frank, he was like, you're going to play. And he's like, no, sorry, you're golden boy. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh. Um. Oh my god! I keep having questions and then I blank. Do you have any stories that yeah. you want to say on the podcast? Yeah, you got any got any funny stories? Can't think of. Them. I can't even think of them. I'll say one story related to the baseball game. My little cousin Riley. Yeah. My little cousin Riley. He listens to this. Yeah, he listens to podcasts. Shout, shout out Riley. Shout out Riley. Uh, <laughs> you know, he 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 told me. Struggling, hating wise. I was like, all right. But I don't get to see him much, but one day we were out at my grandma's and we were just hanging out and stuff. And I was like, just show me your swing. All right, we didn't even have baseballs or anything. I got a, I got a bag, I got a bat out of my uh, car. I was like, just, just swing. Let me see your dry swing. Starts dry swing. I, I just critiqued a little thing. Told him to relax. It. Everything looked pretty good. I just told him to relax in the box. He looked very tense. He, go, he goes out there in his next game. It's his first home run of his life. Oh, my God. He had a home run? Yeah, yeah. Joking, dude. That was all you. Life. That was all you. Hey, all, you know, that was, hey, that was all him, dude. Hey, you know what's crazy, Peyton? Take your own advice. Relax in the box. Yeah, I did that today. Andrew Mendoza, Virgil Wilson. You know, I know, right? Went two for two at the plate the last game. Yeah. We all did pretty good. I went two for two, too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I think you guys have been playing well. And Coach Frank. Said that like this is the best ball he feels like you guys are playing and you guys are still in the your peak. You I think, think you, this is our first week and we felt good. We all felt confident. Good as a team. You know, we yeah, you good. felt like you guys were finally coming Jumping together. together. You know, yeah. we may have been have one broken helmet, but that's about it, you know. <laughs> Dude, can we get that story please on the podcast? On my broken helmet? Yeah. So you know, 
Lucked up my third strike, came in the dugout. I was feeling the anger, so I threw my helmet, and the the end of it broke. So now I have to get a new one. <laughs> no, dude, you just got to tape it up like everyone else. Told you. Get the duct tape. That was yeah. an overlasting kind of story, though. I mean, it, it took a few knocks before that. Yeah, it's a good yeah. Like that <laughs> one game where I kind of slammed <laughs> on the ground and hit the ceiling, you know. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good swing. Yeah, that was last week, and he threw it so hard at the ground that it hit the ceiling, too. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. Dude, I can't imagine you playing golf because Trey's playing golf. Sounds like you playing baseball. Well, yeah, I'm pretty good. That surprised me the other day. We went golfing last week. Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. We'll have to go Monday because uh, I think Michael can get us in for free at Turnberry. To oh, the God, tr- dude. To the scrambles, dude. Oh, God. Dude, golfing scares me every time. Cause nah. if, I, if I do bad, you'll see. You'll see. And this is why we had all the time. This is why we're micing ourselves up because I get mad. You say you improved your golf. Dude, I have improved. No, you my have go- not, dude. What you can't, but you haven't seen me. No, I've improved my golf shot. No, I swear. Do you, do you shake it? No, he he just hits it two it. feet. Yeah, he tops it. Oh, <laughs> they do what I did. Watch a couple YouTube videos. <laughs> That's what I, That's really I my sent home. him the video. Oh, you sent him a video? Yes. He doesn't watch them. I showed Payne a video I the other day. I did watch them, and I Not the first my, time. I, I had to send it to you like three times. Dude, me and Ethan are going to fire over the podcast, I swear to God. <laughs> um, Ethan, you got any more questions? You feel good, play good? Yeah. Feel good, play good? We're going to be looking good, playing good too tomorrow, too. Oh, yeah. the baby blues on. You got the drip? Yeah. Baby oh, heck blue. yeah. Baby blue? Baby blues. All baby blues? All Oh, baby blue. Oh, boy. Um. So, you got any any other thing, any comments before we have our, I think our last people on for the night? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Give him a hard time. Hey, we're going to tell him that we're going to get his brother this class. How state is. Oh boy! Uh-uh. No, no, we'll no, bring that up. Bring it up, Ethan. No. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys having on or having having you guys on. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hope you guys right. enjoy being on. Yeah, but. Oh yeah, here we go. Just make sure this is up. That's yeah. up. Just make sure you're close to the mic. That's about it. Not far on top. Yeah, you're yeah. good. All right. So we'll we'll start off with the uh, same questions we asked Coach Frank. We're back. Yeah, we yeah, we're back. They figured that out. Um, but uh, so how do you feel this weekend or this week going going into the weekend? How do you feel it's gone so far? This weekend's gone fantastic. I mean, the boys are coming together. They're playing well. We're hitting. Getting along, we're doing all the right things. I really think that yeah, we're we're starting to improve. I mean, it's it's nice to see the boys play defense and hit the ball, put the ball in play, and make things happen. It's been a great weekend. Okay, and then how do you? What is your expectations going into this weekend? Going into the weekend, like as far as yeah, the seed where you're placed, the game. Like it's, as far as my expectations going forward from here. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Pitching is going to be a little difficult from here, but I think that's going to be the same for everybody. I think we have a uh, r- really good potential of, of progressing far from there. We'll take it from there and see what happens. We'll see what happens after the first couple of rounds. But I think we can make it through tomorrow. Okay, okay. 
Uh, so Peyton told us that you guys, it was announced you guys are fifth seed. Yes, sir. And you guys will play somebody from Illinois, I think? Yes, yes. Okay. Game seven. Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, game you, seven, legacy. You guys heard of them? No. Nope. No. Interesting. Um, no film on them? No film, no nothing? No, no nothing. Nothing. We don't need it, though, because the boys seem to make their own assumptions when they see the film. We want to yeah, that's, that's true. Hey, you guys did beat the uh, number five team in Michigan. They said they were the number one. Oh, number one? That's no. what the, uh, the, the leadoff hitter told us, that they were the number one, number one team in the state I of Michigan. I think we looked it up in another five. Yeah. They're five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But still, good team. Still, still a good hey, team. Great team. Yeah. Now, this boys can play. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have some depth. Yeah, uh-huh. hey, they end up they end up making the uh, the field. They're the twenty four seed, the three and one team. They're the best three and one team in the field. Wow, hmm. that that was a huge win, huge win. Yeah, that was definitely big good win. Order. Um, so we were told by well, no one named who, but uh, so what is your definition of a uh, fumble? Um, so you know how many you know how many how many steps can you? I have before you fumble a ball. It's, it, this is a weird question, you know. We're not talking about baseball or anything. Definition of a fumble is it's, it's whether the uh, it was a completed catch. Oh, so like how many steps till uh, you know it's a completed catch? It's steps. It's actually making a, a an action so that you're moving forward. Like you actually have caught the ball moving forward. It's uh, it's not so much that. But like how? Okay, so what? What is your definition of of a completed catch? My definition of completed catch would be um, you're on the twenty yard line. You throw a pickoff to the uh, to the safety at the end of the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a completed catch. You know what? I mean, you know, Nolan Turner. He, he he took care of business. Yeah. Then he got smoked the next year. That's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, but hey, in the next game. The National Championship game against LSU. I have a I have a picture of it still. I have a little screenshot. We got we got we got to pay back on that as far as the guy putting his hand out of bounds to pivot from LSU the receiver, and they never called it. Even after review, not called. But we have a, we have a still shot of it. So hey, I get it. I get it. But that's kind of back and forth there for a couple of years with the Clemsons. Yes, yes, you guys, you guys finally got a victory. It's now what, four and one, three and one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, claiming the fame is though that we uh we took care of Woody for you. Yeah. Make sure you guys moved on. Yeah. 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 That's good. So Crazy. how do you, how do you, how do you feel like uh, all the football is going with all the changes that are happening? I mean, have you heard about the Big Ten getting expanded? I did see that. I did see that. I think that's crazy. I don't know why UC, USC and UCLA would leave the conference they've been in since the early 20s. Well, late 20s, actually. I, 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 it, it, it's kind of scary that, it, that it's becoming like pro football. I, it is. It's not my it, – it's, it's – I mean, now the whole talk is, is that Clemson going to talk to because they're at the top of the ACC is that where they're going to go. Because it's been a talk about Clemson going to the SEC for the longest time because they played the competition. But yeah. There's a huge buyout for Clemson to be able to leave the ACC anyway because they, 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 when they redid the ACC – but it's just let's have the Power Five conferences and let's just keep it as it is. There's no need to, but I get it because now you get Oklahoma and um, Texas leaving, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. 
and there's been the projection there's going to be four big power conferences, and that's what they're going to go with. And those teams are going to rule it, though, and the little boys are going to get no yeah, chance anymore. Yeah, well, especially with that and the all the money that's involved now, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, not that it wasn't before, but now it's like, it's illegal. And, I mean, Saban said it, and he wasn't wrong, that Texas A&M paid the players. And Jimbo Fisher, he tried to twist it, but – He's not wrong. I mean, they, they followed the rules, and they paid the players. They got the top recruiting class because they paid the players. I, but it's not against the rules at this point, and that's what you got to do. There's no reason to defend yourself. You're, you're playing by the rules. Yeah. And I hate it. I mean, because even Ryan Day. Ryan Day came out and said it's going to take, what, $30 million or something like that? $13 million. $13 million. $13 million, $13 million to have a national yeah. championship team. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, for him to say it, you know. That's pretty big, but uh, but he's not wrong because that's what it's going to take. What, what, do you, what do you put on a five-star quarterback? You said it was going to take, what, $2 million to get him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tennessee that's... paid $8 million, supposedly, to get their five-star quarterback. There. That's crazy. What, I mean, what's Texas is... paying? they got two now. Two five-star quarterbacks? They got Arch Manning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did, they did. Yeah, I, I think they're over their cap. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> But yeah, there is no cap. <laughs> How can the little guys compete with that? Yeah. Besides transfer portal. And transfer portal is actually the other thing, too, that drives me crazy is because now, you know, being a coach and coaching over the years, you understand this, is that you can't coach the kid how you want to coach them because all they can do is just say, hey, sorry, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So you can't be hard on them as much, especially the big guys, the guys, are the, the talented guys, because if they don't like what you're doing, they're like, hey, I got a free pass. Well, that, that only goes so far. You know, then, then you have uh, – it was a guy who kept leaving Ohio State. Uh, Tate Martell. Yeah, Tate Martell. He can't handle it. He transferred like four times. And he ended up at UNLV as his final, final destination. At some point, you got to face the music, right? If you're going to compete, you're going to have to stick somewhere. Well, that's true. But it's too late then. I mean, if, they, if they're not if they're not wise enough to know that before they leave, then you lose the talent because yeah. they left. And then it's definitely going to change how everything's like – National championships and all that stuff. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think this is heading to two super conferences. Two? Two. The SEC and the Big Ten. Ethan thinks it's going like NFL style where it, they're going to branch out to the playoffs. That's why I think it's going to be heading to. Win. I don't say that I like it because I yeah. don't. Like, Big Ten, they're pushing for Notre Dame. Rumor is that they're that – they're, Waiting for Notre Dame to answer. They declined the Big Ten invitation. They're going to push for Oregon and Washington. And they'll decide on that. And then SEC is going for ACC teams like Clemson and North Carolina, a couple more. And they're just going to try to get all those teams into one, two big conferences, and they'll just compete like the NFL does. Big Ten playoff, SEC playoff, and national championship. You're right. I think that that, it, it, that could happen, but it comes down to the other sports, the other the smaller oh, sports, and how they can compete. Because for you, you, uh, UCLA and USC to be in the Big Ten, the amount of money they got to spend on travel is just oh, that's crazy. To, I mean, to, and now we're talking about football because everybody's looking at football. Football, okay, that's fine. But you're talking about things like swimming or field hockey, whatever they have, soccer. I mean, th- those things don't have the same revenue. Baseball, baseball, huge sports for the, those those West Coast teams. But to pay for those teams to fly across the country and play is just crazy. I mean, that's, that's crazy money to have to pay. 
I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that either. I just feel like they had the limited money, but just point they don't have a limited money. No one does. No. I mean, it's good TV market because now, yeah. now the Big Ten's in the TV market, right by the Rose Bowl. Everything else, they've got those. I mean, it's a huge win for them. But in order to make these super conferences, the money's got to be incredible. The boosters got to put so much money out there. It's just it it makes sense, but it also it's, uh, I shouldn't say it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. I get it, but it it doesn't. Why, why, why would you spend that much money to be able to do that just to make this super conference when you're already in a great conference that you, you have the ability to make all of the playoffs in, in, in any or national in any sports? Just why? I was I was always curious on when this started happening. So, like, you know, some of the teams that were jumping, I don't know why they're – you would want to stay small, right? Like, with, you know – with Oklahoma left, they went to SEC. I just made the what the was it the Big Twelve or whatever. Big Twelve. That's I'm like oh that's an easier path for me to get in there if I win this right. I mean, but there's so much money in it. I mean the TV contracts and stuff. I mean that's what Notre Dame lives off of is our TV contract. Well, I mean, that's you know? why though I think Oklahoma and Texas. Well, not Texas. Both those schools have a ton of money anyway, especially Texas. But the TV contracts that you're speaking about is that they share the TV contracts. Notre Dame doesn't share theirs. Yeah. The conferences share all that money. Yeah, but still, they still. I think Big Ten's it's up like 23, 23 million each team gets. That's Something. What that's what that's, that each means. team. Right, right. That. That's what I'm saying, but by going to those bigger conferences, you get that more money just because yeah. you're there. Yeah. And that's that's. I guess that's a sell. I mean, it's a huge selling point because you get that because all that money is shared between – because the Title IX is shared between all the sports, and now you've got more to get to your football team to go get it. It's uh, it's crazy. I mean, it really is. And I don't – it takes the fun out of college football. College football is not professional, and I don't want to be professional because it's all about the heart. Playing. Just go play. The guys that can go play, like – and I'll go back to Clemson, is Hunter Renfro. Raiders receiver, just got a huge contract. The guy was a two-star quarterback. Two-star quarterback coming out of high school. Recruited and became the guy that he is. That little guy, just that little, just just nagging little slot receiver that just can catch the ball and play. That's huge. And those guys, those guys that have that heart to go play, those guys may not find spots because now it's all about the money and paying the guys you can got to pay to get to where you got to go. And that's, 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 mm. that's, where, that's where I love college football and why I love to watch it. It's because you have those guys that can come in and can really find their spot. I mean, because imagine as the love we have for baseball. If that happens with baseball, those guys aren't finding spots, mm-hmm. and they can't they can't they can't find a way. The yeah. walk-ons don't exist because I mean, um, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be mistaken, um, Renfro was a walk-on his first year, and then he got he got a scholarship. But I mean, those things won't happen anymore. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ethan, you got any questions? I mean, that's a good point. Walk-ons, they're already hard, hard job. If you take away that heart to play, there's no fun in the sport. It's just opportunities. You take the opportunities away. Money, money, money drives the world. I get it, but it it, it, it also can, can kill so many things. It just, it really can. It's just the love for the game, love of everything. I mean, from, from college football, I wouldn't doubt that. High school football starts going that way. In high school football, there's already recruiting. Of course, recruiting is not legal, but you start doing well, people. 
and one of them is it's my home high school in Pickerton. Is they've won two state titles now in the past. I don't quote me on this, but six to eight years. And there are people that are moving into our district and have moved into our district just to play for that team to get exposure. There's, there's recruiting. It happens. It happens in that sense that we're, you just bring it, bring in the talents. So it goes to college. It's going to eventually go to high school where there's there's money being changed in hands. Well, there's already kids, you know. I mean, Jack Sawyer set out a senior season just because, just, because of that, you know, and stuff like that. That's a great example because that's what it's done to bowl games. So bowl games – or it used to be so much fun, and it still is fun to watch the bowl games, but you got so many kids that are sitting out of bowl games now because of the pro level. I get it to a certain extent, but at the same time, it's you're letting your team down. This is a bowl game, and they may look at it as a consolation prize or whatever else, but bowl games used to be a prize to make mm-hmm. it to that game. It was like it. a reward. Right, of course, of course, right, of course. It, it was, and it was fun to watch because those teams wanted to be there. You had yeah. to win six games to be there, at least six games against Division One teams to be there, and they would they would all go play, and it was so much fun to watch. Now it's not as so much fun because those guys start sitting out, mm-hmm. and they go. Well, that, I mean, for me growing up, it was like you didn't get to see those matchups hardly ever, right? right. It's like, I mean, even the third, you know, the third best team was playing, you know, another third best team or something or, or equal or even sometimes, you know, going across to the uh, West Coast and stuff like that. You don't, I mean, it's more – I mean, teams are playing more teams like – you're seeing those matchups more and more now because people are they're scheduling those games, you know. Um, Which is nice. You're right. I mean, you know. and I do – you know, I love the playoff aspects. I love trying to establish a real national champion instead of BCS or how it used to be where it just everybody plays everybody and you pick the number one team who you think is mm-hmm. number one. I love that, but it still takes away from the bowl games and the aspect of just everyone playing for the love of the game. That's why college is great, the love of the game. NFL's good, don't get me wrong, but the guys that are playing for the love of the game and never play at the NFL level, are, it's just it's phenomenal watching those guys play. How I mean, you guys didn't grow up in the BCS. I mean, you got a little bit of it. A little bit. I mean, yeah, a little bit. But how would you feel about that? I mean – and they changed it for oh, a reason. Man, it sucked. You know? oh, the BCS it was when we first got it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. You know. You finally got Because you didn't grow up in the era before the BCS. <laughs> yeah. where, it was like, where everybody had an alliance to it was like, game, yeah, And that's if, where you had to go. Yeah, yeah. And then they would choose. And there was only like once every like 10 years, it seemed like the one and two would actually match up. Yeah. Because it was uh, – and I was thinking of Clemson's first year. Clemson's first year, they first time they won the national championship, they went to the Orange Bowl and played in the Orange Bowl – and they were the, the only undefeated team that won. And because they won in the Orange Bowl, and then we did play Nebraska. Nebraska was a great team at that time, and they had won national championship in years around that. But still, I mean, the year uh, before, yeah, the year before Clemson won that in, in 81 was BYU. BYU went undefeated and won it. So all you had to do is go undefeated and have a decent, like, record, uh, decent um, strength of schedule, and you were there. That's all it was. It didn't matter who you played in your bowl game. They would just choose at this. It, then there were several split wow. championships, too, between the coaches' poll and the AP poll. You had to split. Yeah. Like Georgia Tech and Colorado in 1990. Mm-hmm. They, was, they split old, national championships. Oh, Cordell. Oh, Slash. <laughs> Cordell. <laughs> you guys don't remember Slash, man. He, yeah. was, he was a hell, hell of a player. That was the year they went up against Virginia. And yeah. Herman Moore and Terry Kirby. Ter- 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 that, was, that was phenomenal. It's, it's- Definitely better now, but it's not perfect. Well, if people just want more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would I would not want to be in, 
you know, the coaches, I mean, it's got to be mind-boggling for them, like, to try to keep up, you know. It's like. Especially the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guys going in there. Because last I heard, too, there was like 800-something guys still in the transfer portal oh, yeah. just sitting there and nowhere to go because they were just grown and wanted to leave, and they are given the option to leave, and now all of a sudden you don't have anywhere to go because no one's picking you up. There's all these people going into it because it's like, ah, I'm mad. Let's go. Mm-hmm. The transfer portal and the NIL, NIL stuff does not mix well. No, it does not. One thing that was a, a kind of a twist that we heard, I think, or I think it was last tournament, or maybe I forget who. It, oh, you know where I heard it? I heard it. We went to a showcase down at Otterby, and they were talking about the 2020 seasons on Division One, Division Two, and Division Three because of COVID. So Division Two and Three got two extra years. Really? Uh, yeah, eligibility. of eligibility. Division One got one extra year. So like schools like Denison. And, you know, those kind of schools for baseball players that, you know, these kids coming out of school right now, seniors and next year, they're not getting recruited because they got a flood of, especially if they didn't have like an undergrad study, like Denison, they don't have, you know, they don't have any additional schooling for um, masters or anything like that. So they had four kids just on at Denison that were graduating and they still got two more years. They're going like two of them are going to Maryland. They're going to division one schools and playing now for their, you know, fifth and sixth season. So if you wait, so if you go, I didn't realize that. So in division three, if you go to grad school and the, the extra division three school offers grad schools, you could actually technically play seven years. Yeah. Huh. Yep. And there, yeah, the, the Denison coach was, he was doing the little, like recruiting speech and stuff that we were listening to. And he had four kids that were, you know, they were playing Division three now. But, I mean, a Division three seniors, you know, better than a Division one freshman coming in. So, especially, I think they were pitchers. What they said, Pate? A couple of pitchers? So, they were, going to, they were going to Maryland and a couple other schools. I mean, but they're scholarship players. You can't yeah. really technically just cut them. I mean, that, that's – Well, yeah. Thing. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying – the recruiting process, he said that that was really hard for the. It should work itself out in two years, basically, because it'll all be back to normal and, you know, everybody be playing their four years of eligibility. But right now, you know, even, even you know, the Division One kids have an extra year. They've sure. added on to their, their eligibility. That was this so, year. That's what's making it hard for those yeah, guys because yeah. now, because they have a full roster, it's hard to bring those yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't. That was one thing that I learned last couple of weeks. I, I didn't, didn't realize. realize that either. That's kind of crazy. But you better believe in yourself if you put yourself in that transfer portal. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <coughs> I mean, there's a lot of probably empty promises going on that, you know, oh, yeah, and then it don't happen. I was talking about, like, the Quinn Ewers situation. He leaves Ohio State, goes to Texas. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't win this starting job, which he might not, it's a five star versus a five star, I think, on their roster. Was and then Arch Manning comes in the ner- right next year. Yeah. Well, what's he going to do? Is he going to transfer again? He's already used his free transfer, uh, so gain instant eligibility. Mm-hmm. So he has to wait to get instant eligibility. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself, and you want to face the best. It's only going to make you. 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta want. Yeah, I mean, you gotta want. You, I mean, it's crazy as it sounds. You gotta want Archmanian to come there because you want to prove that you are better than him. You gotta want it. You gotta you gotta work that hard to be that hard to be that good. All day long. That's a good point. Oh, you got anything else? Oh, we appreciate you having on. Uh, I think we're going to finally end this episode here. Um, you got anything else? No. All right, well. We can talk sports all day, man. That's yeah, I know. This, this is our uh, hobbies. <laughs> hey, that's hey, what everybody remember. Comes to four and one against the highest. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, here right. we go. Here we go. They were given one. One one, man. Dab our rules. Well, we appreciate you guys having on. Um, We're going to end this episode, so peace out, fellas. Mm